Hello, thanks for listening to Freelance Bristol Mum. I'm Faye and this week I caught up with Michaela Deasy-Smith, a really interesting woman, an Australian who relatively recently moved over to the UK and my goodness me, is she dynamic. It just seems to be a real inspirational woman and has fingers in so many pies. Basically, uh, she works in fashion, puts on events, uh, but it's a whole heap more than that, enjoys representing the independent designer. Um, But also it's a whole sort of marriage of skills and fusion of everything, as well as, of course, being mother uh, to the wonderful Mariella, who joined us as we recorded this week's podcast. And I asked her if she felt that blogging was useful in her work. It does, in an indirect way. Um, People... Because I always include the blog on my tagline when I'm emailing um, clients and, and people that I want to get to know. And they take a look at it and they say, oh, you've done this or you've done that or you write copy or that sort of thing. Because I did train as a journalist. I trained as a broadcast journalist in Australia. So um, that sort of has kicked in. And, uh, yeah, people just take a look at the blog and they see the, they see the calibre of clients I'm working with because I am allowed to... Um, at various times talk about my clients on the blog sometimes Um, they see the calibre of clients and it reinforces because I think you can say a lot on LinkedIn or on a CV thank you very much look what I've got so I feel I should just add that in the background we've got beautiful Mariella who's sort of um, standing up on the high chair she's wearing a pretty pink uh, short and some white strappy sandals and she's taking a firm interest in her mummy's elderflower. So along with everything else that you do, you're also mother to one as well. How do you manage to fit it all in? It's um, taken um, a good 12 months to find a nice balance, actually. And also, I've gone through a few clients who are fantastic, but um, I know my background and my limits, and I don't think it's fair to take on a particular client, even though they do know that I'm a mum and I need to do certain things. But at the end of the day, certain people don't care. They just want the work done and it's not feasible. So I have gone through a few different situations work-wise that I haven't felt comfortable with because she's had to come right at the bottom of the ladder. And these days I'm in a nice position. I can work really nice hours from home. She's in nursery, so there's a nice balance. And um, I can commit to, if I've got to go to London, which is usually once or twice a week, I can commit to it and it's, it's nicely done. And was it a conscious decision that you thought, actually, I'm just going to carry on working, I'm not going to take time out, I want to be self-employed, master of my own time, or was it just an organic thing that evolved? Um, No, it was quite strategic, actually, because um, she was born October the 3rd, one week after London Fashion Week, and I was at London Fashion Week and working, and the next London Fashion Week is February, so... (laughs) She was born in October. London Fashion Week is February. No, there's, there's sort of no rest for the wicked because it doesn't just stop there. You're constantly working with um, publications and designers because um, straight after, London, say, the Fashion Week, for example, there's all the showroom collections as well and then there's other press events and buyer events. So I'm constantly on the go. I probably had um, about five weeks to myself to make sure that I was acquainted with her because it's all very new and different but I was still taking phone calls and still answering emails because the next thing to come around the corner is is January February with the next collection and there's there's of course men's collection as well now it doesn't stop so (laughs) and what projects are you working on at the moment then Michaela 
I'm, I've taken on a very interesting... Um, well, actually, the most exciting one is a fabulous designer who I'm very proud to be working with called Charlie Cohen. Charlie is 24, 25 years old. She's um, just outside of London Girl. Actually, her roots are in Somerset. But... Um, There's the most delightful version of Twinkle Twinkle going on in the background. It's so lovely. Charlie graduated only last year from um, Kingston College, Kingston University in in art and fashion design. Um, She is business savvy. She is very creative and she's definitely one to watch. She's working with Lycra. She's received Lycra sponsorship. This will be her second collection. And I'm delighted to be launching with Charlie her second collection next Friday, the 19th of July, at Beaufort House in London. Wow. You're obviously a very grounded woman. Um, what, what brought you into fashion? It's obviously it's quite a giddy world as well. It's good that your feet are firmly on the ground. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very cutting world. Um, there's loads of... There's loads of places that I know that I'm, um, I don't fit in um, with either my attitude or some of my creativeness. It, it doesn't fit. Maybe I'm not seen as, too, as, as luxury enough. And, yeah, I've had my moments of really, um, really then wondering if I'm in the right industry. But I am. Um, Fashion just isn't about designer labels. Fashion is about giving someone a personality or enhancing that personality, allowing them to be expressive. I've covered Pam Hogg's show in February. Pam Hogg is someone from the 70s, an icon. Her designs are amazing, like these fantastic skin-tight cat suits that no one would ever wear. But her show, she actually worked with um, the English Royal Ballet, or English National Ballet, and they were her models. But they weren't just catwalk models, they actually strutted the entire 20 to 25 metre long catwalk on point. That's unheard of. It was, it was fabulous. So that, yeah, that's those sorts of things I do fit into. But maybe the likes of... Um, you know Chanel and Dior there's so many interns and young girls that are running around in their Jimmy Choo's and so it's almost like a marriage of theatre and creativity that comes into the hot pot of fashion for you yeah yeah very much so um uh catwalk shows are so so different to how they ever were ever were before these days um everyone's trying to keep their head above water financially as well so there there's a lot of production that goes into these things in the run-up to say uh, the likes of a london fashion week milan paris new york there will be um wonderful mini movies made with certain brands and designers there will be um endless you know justin timberlake uh, released a song just in time for uh, the fashion weeks this time round about wearing an, Ar- an Armani suit and yeah, how well cut it's made. So fashion and music, fashion and film, yeah, it's all one big creative, wonderful thing that's going on. So at a university level where a lot of these new designers embark on their career, they're not only networking, networking with their lecturers and their workshop tutorials and things like that and and themselves um, they're being exposed to designers and asked to go and intern for them they're also being um, made aware of packaging and branding and marketing and communications and social media so you would hope that by the time 
they're ready to come out of university. They're a fully-fledged business, ready to rock and roll. Um, they just need the funding. And it sounds like an awful lot for little old you. You're embracing everything. So many different platforms here, as you've already touched on. Well, no, I'm not, actually. Um, I'm actually focused ex- exceptionally on the independent designer. Someone that's, um, you know, not everyone is going to appeal to me, but definitely, um, yeah, there's a, a lot of wonderful designers out there that don't get the recognition and probably won't because they aren't D- Dior or Prada. These, these guys are, are set in stone as, as our fashion icons and there's a lot of history there. But they'll be the next big thing as well. So I don't believe that anyone deserves to not get a look at or or have a production or have a show or showcase and so forth so no 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 i i think it's very interesting it's essential to be rounded in knowing your fashion history but no i i I like the independence on the note of presentable we've got uh, on children a royal baby on the way do you think this is going to have an influence on what we see in children's clothing yeah yes it will any sort of high profile child or situation is always going to have some sort of influence when Kate Middleton got married the amount of you saw it on um, you know big fat gypsy weddings through to you know the neighbour in the street that was getting married they all wanted some sort of Kate influence um, the, the lace the look the Kate makeup the Kate shoes the Kate hair the baby definitely um, they'll be looking at names um, they'll be looking at what where Kate will be shopping and I'm working, I do ongoing work with a number of fabulous children's and maternity designers and the race is on with their PR companies to get as much product in front of Kate and William as possible. As soon as Beyonce announced she was pregnant, um, one of my very dear friends in London who owns Nine London, it's a maternity and um, sort of casual yummy mummy clothing she was based in Sloan Square and now she's just based solely in Harrods um, yeah she dressed Beyonce uh, twice over my very other very good designer friend Vanessa Mo- Knox she's a maternity dresser as well designer um, yeah that's they're with these high profile PR companies and that's their job get their product on get, get your product snapped on someone and finally do you have a, a final word on what it's like to be a, a freelance Bristol mum yeah, good question. Freelance Bristol mum. Well, I must say, my move from London was... Well, I have to be honest, it wasn't welcomed by me to start with because I'm a London girl. But I must say, I have been able to buy my space, my freedom and my time here. It's wonderful. And London, it's only an hour and something on the train. Easy. <laughs> Well, I think she's a real asset to Bristol. I'm really pleased to have her here. And if you want to check out Michaela's work, uh, do look at her website. It's lachicfantastique.com.